previously on Get Real, Garrett was trying to form an alliance with the Kanku tribe. And he didn't do a good job because he's still here, stuck with us. You heard the gossip, you heard the news. It's time to get real with Garrett and Satage. Yeah, they have a plan. Grab your drink, man, and we'll get real with you. Welcome back to Get Real, the show where Garrett Olson Tosh talk about your favorite reality TV shows. Now, we'd rather be talking about WandaVision than some of these shows, but no, no, no. Naughty. No, no, no. This is reality TV. I didn't like hearing you snow. You're going to stick to reality TV. We won't. We got a we got the usual suspects lined up. We're talking Bachelor. We're talking RuPaul's Drag Race. We're talking the Challenge, and um, there has been really new shows. So, and I'm going to talk about Big Brother Canada at the end. Oh. But I'm just gonna. My goal is just gonna be if I can convince either Elsa or Taj to watch one episode of Big Brother Canada. But we'll I, save that for later. That's our little won't. tease. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, uh, what what are we drinking tonight, gang? I have a lovely Coke Zero Sugar Cherry Edition. Very um, nice. It's simultaneously refreshing and dehydrating. Elsa. Oh, um, I was drinking a peach hard lemonade. Um, but I drank the whole thing while Garrett and Taj were yelling about WandaVision before we started. So now I have nothing to drink. Yeah, we had the we had the pregame with a little WandaVision and now we had we're, to get uh, out of our systems. We had We talked about WandaVision and Star Wars for 45 minutes. No, that's not true. We talked about WandaVision and Star Wars for 35 minutes, then Taj went pee, and then Elsa struggled to do an intro for a little bit. That's true. And so, okay, but here. that only took like two minutes for me to do the intro. Well, and Debbie that's... clearly got across the balance beam on Game Changers. We all have our own perspectives, Elsa. That's a that's a deep quote. I, that was I'm a deep wa- pull. Thank you so much. I'm drinking wow. water, so uh, agua, agua. Stay hydrated. So, uh, maybe we should should we just start us start us off? Yeah, but why did real quick? The reason sure. I said agua. Why did Freddie and iCarly always say Spanish words like that? Because he says agua. He says muchachalatas. Like, why was that a joke? All I know is Freddie had no drip. <laughs> I was re-watching some iCarly last night, and it was, you know, not that bad. I like that. I forgot about their penny teas. Me too. Me penny teas rock. They, yeah. they do. Except when Sam makes the penny tea child labor factory and <laughs> serves them chunk meat. That's a great episode. I, See, okay, I kid just sees the production I of wanted, memes and then take it back from Sam. It's great. I want to talk to the person who made up all the foods that were on iCarly, like chunk meat and whatever those pink what were they? Like the fat the boys? cakes. Fat fat guys. Fat, fat cakes? cakes? It's fat, fat something. Cakes. It's fat I'm pretty cakes. sure it's fat cakes, but they look, they're like remember. pink. Yeah, the one where they try to guess how many are in the thing. And then Sam's like, Mama knows her fat cakes. Oh, to get yeah, the like Why did she always right? say mama? 
Aren't they like? Wait, like There's a lot of like questions snow- I have we, about it. We, like, yeah, they were like snowballs. Yeah, yeah, they were like a hostess like ripoff. Yeah. We should start a yeah. new podcast, and we can just call it "I Have Questions," and then we can just pick a topic every. I think week. that's just this podcast. Truly, you know, I I gotta say, but, with but then we don't have to talk about stupid Matt James and his stupid racist girlfriends. Yeah, well, real quick, I gotta say, uh, with iCarly on Netflix, I I've been really enjoying like all these iCarly gems popping up, like yeah. like memes or uh, just Thanks little screen back. grabs. They're so funny. Have memes. you seen like? There's like a lot where it's like, it's like Twilight, but then it's like Freddy is like Edward. I Trump. remember that episode. Yeah, it's so good. But ugh. I keep seeing the the clip of when it was that i think it was an episode where we saw everybody's dreams oh yeah and, and then it Freddy was does the dancing the one Freddy's yeah. the dancing what? one what? and he like what? punches what? what yeah 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 <laughs> and it, it's so funny because like the guy that he punches in the face and all of the people that he's dancing with look like they're 40 but he looks like he's 10 isn't there like the line at the end when spencer has a dress and then it's like yeah, Spencer has in right now, but I kind of like it. <laughs> Spencer has the exact same dream that Carly has yeah, yeah, as yeah. like the <laughs> post-credit scene. It's very funny. So good. I I think about the I there there's a line from my Carly that I think about probably more often than I should, and it is when Spencer and like this art rival woman like rolled in paint. I know and he's exactly all blue and she's all and she's like, I'm sorry, I rolled you in blue. And he's like, I'm sorry, I rolled you in red. And then he goes, want to make it purple? And then they start making out. That was a kid's show. Yeah, I remember that. Dude, what a line. That I remember that to this day. He's smooth. I think there are some things that I just think about, like, every day. I think about I think not about the- all iCarly stuff, but there are some things that I just live rent-free in my head. I think about the fact that iCarly has had a revival and I still don't see that much Tebow. Like I'm feeling like Where's Tebow? Yeah. Like I feel like because the episodes that were uploaded to I to Netflix are all from like the early seasons. Tebow hasn't really like come in yet. He's like a season three onward kind of guy. Like he's in it before, yeah. but they really bring Tebow in later on. And so I feel like we're missing some great Tebow content. Like that man put everything on sticks. That was underrated. That's such you a know, funny joke. You okay. Know, I thought was the funniest was I just like got retold about this and it was hilarious. <laughs> Gibby's younger brother Guppy. Yeah. One line and you would just go, "Happy birthday." Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And they both took their shirt off. That's that's fucking. That writing is honestly immaculate, dude. Remember, um when they send when they go to like the fans birthday party nora and they get trapped in the sound booth that's my favorite message to gibby and and they're like every 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 fourth word every fourth word that lives in my head rent free when i'm by myself walking around my house by myself i'll just go like every fourth word to myself (laughs) <laughs> I feel that it, it, it I haven't lost that uh, like if it, when you guys send me a decoded message or a coded message and I have to decode it I'll be looking every out for fourth every word. word yeah you're ready there will be like a whole generation of 
of people our age who will just like know to look for that in decoded messages yeah, i mean like the- in a couple years there'll be like a huge like spy ring and that'll be their code gibby code gibby code the, well, it's like the it's it's like twenty years later. Tom Hanks is back. The Gibby Code. <laughs> Honestly, oh though, you're right, Elsa, because the audience, the listeners, probably haven't even realized they go back and listen to this podcast. Every fourth word tells a very different story than what we're telling you right now. Exactly. Find the secret message. I'm but just ta- I'm just saying. We we're recording this on International Women's Day, and I thought there's no better way to celebrate women. <laughs> With talking about The Bachelor. No. And so oh. I think. Listen, I, think, I thought you were going to talk about me. Oh. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. But I'd rather talk about Matt James and Chris Harrison. Uh, oh, yeah. And there's some women's on the show, too. Uh, some women's. <laughs> Elsa, I think if you don't have a bow in your hair, you're not a woman. So I think you're good. Oh, yeah. If I don't have a bow in my hair? Yeah. That's what I heard. I. I have some big news for you, Garrett. I do. You actually have a bow in your hair right now. I do. Here, let me grab my phone and I'll. She's a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Elsa, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I, I, you don't have your camera on. Uh, It's true. You know what they say. Your pronouns are what's between your legs, and your gender is what's on your head. Everyone knows that. It's a baseball cap for boys. Me and I both have girls. baseball caps and on. And me and Taj both have baseball hats on right now. I, we are all just stereotypes. Those TikToks that are like your pronouns are what's between your legs. Have you yeah. been seeing those? Yeah, they're hilarious. And then I guess your pronouns. I guess my pronouns are your dad's lips. Boom. <laughs> That's funny. Well. Excuse me. My father is dead, Garrett. Not his lips. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna hang up oh boy. hey okay Here, i'll send you a picture we'll basically also on internet i don't know is tonight the bachelor finale i have no clue. i don't know basically how are we supposed to know okay we basically out. right now at the bachelor there's a final three and um if this is the finale and we find out what's going to happen we will not be spoiling it because we will be saving that for next week where we talk about this episode that airs tonight also on National Women's we Day. we don't know. But the last two episodes, because uh, we didn't record last week, were Hometowns and The Tell All. I think we made it very clear in our first episode that there might be some gaps in our recording schedule. <laughs> yeah, but... but Listen, basically... we, we had midterms, we had finals. We have lives. We're college kids. We're watching 15 Marvel movies in three days. Like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll just give you guys I'll just give you guys the DL what we missed. I'll let you know the TLDR. Yeah, the TLDR, and we'll start with hometowns. Now, I've been on record even in the Bachelorette where I said uh, I don't care about the hometowns. I think they're boring. I stand by that. Um, we start with the final four, and the final four is Rachel, Bree, Serena. Uh, it's a Canadian Serena. I forgot if that's C or P. And then uh, Michelle, okay? That's our final four. And basically, most of the hometown stuff is, like, boring because you, you really think about it. And 
there's like 20 different conversations that happen this episode because it's always like Matt and the girl talking to the parents, Matt talking to the parents, the girl talking to the parents, Matt talking to the girl. And then that happens four different times with four different girls. But I just tell you what, the only thing you need to know, the best hometown date was Michelle, who is from Minnesota. So Elsa she is from she works in um, Edina, which is the town that up until very, very recently I worked in. Oh, yeah. What's that town called? Edina. It's the same town that Lizzo is from. Lizzo is also from there. Oh. Lizzo's from the Midwest? Yeah. Yeah, Lizzo's from Edina. That makes the Midwest a lot cooler. She says, I I will kill you, Garrett. I'm oh, from the you Midwest. Don't like Lizzo? You I don't mean, like I knew Lizzo? I knew that she said Minnesota Vikings in the song, but I definitely did not necessarily think that was because she's from Minnesota. But that's just Prince, probably stupid on my Prince part. Prince is from Minnesota. Prince is from the one town over on the other side of me. Prince was from Minnesota. His house, but is his still there. his lips are still the artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah. Also, who's also somebody from Minnesota? Josh Dumel. Who's that? Uh, uh. He, he's was like that, like, he was he's he's like that like married. He's like that C Fergie. actor who's like a white guy who's in like a bunch of random things. He he starred uh, opposite Kristen Bell <laughs> exactly. in, That's the, in the rom-com <laughs> When in Rome. He's very generic. No offense to Josh Dumel. Okay, well, basically Michelle's date, because she's a teacher, she has her, her class of kids go on Zoom and they like, Ask Matt questions. Wait, I like it. Wait, 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 I saw wait, a wait, clip wait, of this wait, wait, and it was wait, really cute. Explain this to me. So basically, like Michelle and Matt are together, and then there's like a screen, and then it's yeah. just a bunch of her, like, because mm-hmm. they're like uh, they're like sixth graders, fifth graders, and like yeah. they all come up in Zoom and they just like ask Matt questions, and they're kids, so it's like funny. Do you know when this know. filmed? It's it's charming. Like, uh. Well, it must have been like fall. Like October? Yeah. Why? Okay. Because September and November. Okay. That makes a little more sense. But I'm still like weirded out by the idea of like, because like she probably has a new class of students, right? Like usually a new no. class every year, no, right? No, I, I think that this is like different because one of the girls was like, one of the girls was like, honestly, like a wing woman. And she was like, Mrs. Michelle gave me this letter before she left. And she said, like, never give up. Follow your dreams. Like, you're amazing. I, I just think like, it's Damn. weird that they, these kids probably were like, they hadn't seen her in like two months, probably. Like, she hasn't been teaching her. She's been on yeah. the show. And then she like shows up and she's like, here's my um, boyfriend. Yeah, like the hey questions kids. were like, are you guys dating? <laughs> like, there's one that's like, are you guys gonna have babies? That's uh, funny. That's funny. I, yeah. I like I the concept of it. Say, I think it's strange. Kids, I don't know if you have Taj Garrett. I know you have worked with kids. They are so nosy. Oh, yes. And, and they have no filter. The most insane things. I, when I was a camp counselor, I had a boy, a little boy walk up to me and he goes, do you have a boyfriend? And I said, no. And he goes, oh, is it because you're ugly? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, no. 
Oh my gosh. I've had some really like pieces of work children, but I've never had someone say that to me or anything like that. And that he, that kid this, grew up this... to be Josh Dumal. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same this was the same kid who got then... Josh Josh Duval. I said Dumal. Is that his name? No. Dumel. <laughs> Demel. It's like Dem- Josh Demel. Whatever. But I like the fact um, that his last name is changing because he's freaking generic. The no, but this kid Wait, the what's next the, I don't week, even remember his name. Josh Dumel. Josh Vanilla. Jo- yeah. Anyways. I'm done. Okay, I'm done telling my story. No, please okay. tell your story. Please tell your story. I'm actually interested. The next in the next week the kid got kicked out of camp because he shoved another little boy to the floor and grabbed him by the ankle and pulled him across the room while the other kid was like screaming bloody murder and when he asked when we asked him why he'd do that he said i don't know i thought it would be funny and it was (laughs) that kid is that kid's on one dude all right i know he's like ready he has his like villain origin story he probably will go to prison when he's older i have a lot of crazy camp stories too did you counsel minneapolis counsel were you a counselor yeah Yeah, i I don't know how you say that (laughs) i never was a camp counselor except for swim camp but i was a camper and okay one of the craziest things that ever happened to me, and I didn't realize it was crazy until years later, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this person should have been fired. I can't believe they let this happen. I was like, tw- I was like 12, like a newly minted, like seventh grader, like baby boy scared, okay? Sure. Closeted gay boy as well, who was going to Boy Scout camp. Boys with all the big boys who were gonna, like, I heard stories Sometimes. of them like taking kids, taking kids sleeping bags and like running them up the flagpoles. I was like, if that happens to me, I'm gonna cry. But anyways, I was Sometimes taking. Sometimes you say words like Lola. What? From Big. Do Mouth. I really? I that's Sometimes, the biggest insult like, I've ever heard in my entire. Like <laughs> right when you said boys, it sounded just like how Lola says boys. Oh, I thought you were talking about Lola Bunny and. No, um, she's talking never, about. Never forget what they did, what they took from us with Lola Bunny. What did they take from you? They yeah. took, they, they took take? old Lola Bunny from us in the new Space Jam. What do you mean? Just admit look you up, want to have sex with a rabbit. Look and up, get over it, okay? look up Lola Bunny Space Jam, and then look no, up Lola Bunny Space ex- Jam too. You tell me exactly what you I mean right now. I don't need to. I don't need to. It's. I don't want to look it up. The truth the is in the pudding. Problems are not my responsibility. Never forget what they took from us. All right, Garrett. What what did they? Did guy they do? take your titties? <laughs> oh. Basically. What did so they I take was... from her? Yeah, they took her titties. Lola Bunny is hot. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> I she is. Never forget I was taking what they took. the Wilderness Survival Merit Badge. And the Wilderness Survival Merit Badge is, for the most part, BS. Like, you would go and talk about hypothetical situations that you might learn how to do one or two things, like how do you survive on a deserted island, blah, 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 blah. But the real hallmark of the wilderness survival is you have to have an overnight where you live in the wilderness without a tent. That is like one of the requirements. And you do it at summer camp. And I was 12 or 13. I can't remember exactly. So to be clear, we are going out into the woods in the middle of like in the middle of the real woods, not like fake woods, like forest, nature to spend the night. One of the rules was we are not allowed to bring food like especially like junk food 
and we were like wow we were we're gonna be out there all night oh yeah we'll get to that we're gonna be out there all night with with no food yeah right we're 13 they can't stop us so we bribed the camp counselor because he was supposed to search all our stuff. We bribed him with a single Snickers and a Mountain Dew, and he let us take all of this junk food. When you're right, Taj, there's lots of bears in that forest, and we very well could have been attacked by a bear, and it would have been his fault because we were 13. Why did he do that? That's, that's Just crazy. one Snickers? For he, three kids' lives? Imagine what else you could get them to do for I two Snickers. Oh, my God. What would That's... you do for a Snickers? Um, I'd probably, like, say the alphabet backwards because I wouldn't do, do it, it for free. I wouldn't do it for free. You I would get Snickers. my lobes double pierced. <laughs> well, Yeah, doesn't that sound exactly like Lola? That was a Lola impression, you bitch. <laughs> we'll keep going. I'll... Here's the weirdest part of the hometown episode. Eventually, eventually, eventually. So Bree, Bree is from, uh, I don't know, like somewhere in like the East or something. And she says that she loves to hunt. So Matt oh. and her go out into the forest with rifles and they shoot a deer. And then when they kill the deer, it plays like happy music. And then like Matt's like, it was just fun that we got to share this moment together. This oh. happened on this that's show? That's not real. You're no, lying. that's not real. You oh guys wanted me to add some fake stuff. So. You did it well because I believed it. I was like, <laughs> I really? need to find this freaking I was freaking fully clip. ready to believe that. <laughs> like, I truly was like, they would do this. It, this is that they show. They would. Like, the the worst part was Matt, right. had, Matt had blood on his hands and he <laughs> grabbed her face to kiss her. And then there was just a bloody handprint on Bree's face Anyways. i want to know when you started lying at one point did you start lying so i don't remember what Bree did on her date i think i skipped it and then rachel rachel's from georgia and for some reason she was like let's go skydiving and then matt was like yeah i love skydiving and so they went skydiving and they were like uh obviously they have like no experience so you go tandem with like an experienced person yeah and so Matt like lands with this dude and he sees Rachel coming down and then Rachel's instructor misses the landing. And then, so they fall straight onto the ground. They don't like run onto it. They just crash land onto the ground. And that's, this is real. <laughs> this is real. That's her okay, fault. I was about to call you out. That's like her fault. Rachel, like they crash. How is that her and then, fault? I've been skydiving and let me be... I'm going to be even like quite frank about this. I went skydiving in Eastern Europe with a bunch of people who didn't speak English and they made it very clear to me how to land so that that didn't happen. And they on the bachelor did not make Rachel clear. You like, if you're not an experienced skydiver, like you're not supposed to touch your feet on the ground at all. So she touched her feet like first that's why, like, that happened. Yeah, She's supposed I, to just, like, they, they basically tell you to just, like, sit. Like, they, they tell you, like, stick your legs, like, straight forward like you're sitting down so that when you land, the instructor's feet can, like, walk you down, and then you'll just sit your butt right on the ground. It won't yeah, hurt what, that way. Matt, and then she, yeah, so basically she did that, and then, like, Matt ran over to her, and she was, like, 
she was like, oh, my back kind of hurts. And I was like, yeah. The production purposely didn't tell Rachel how to land properly so that they could have the moment no. where Matt runs over to her. No. I it, wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them either. It was, yeah, that, that was like one of the, the best moments. And then their date was good, whatever. And then Serena, Canadian Serena, she she was there. On, she had the last date. She was there. And <laughs> she was on the last date, the last hometown. And basically, like, she, like, had a talk with her parents, and she, like, basically realized that, like, she didn't like Matt that much, and then uh, she leaves. She basically she leaves? T- she basically That's tells so Matt, she's like, hey, like, like I, I, I'm not, like, at that point, whatever, whatever, like, I don't want to keep, I, you know, I don't want to ruin, I want you to find someone, like, and then he's like, okay, I'll, I'll walk you out. So she's the only girl who, like, leaves he doesn't like not give a rose to anyone because it like perfectly works out where three girls get to stay anytime someone leaves the bachelor in the late stages i'm now going to jokingly say that they're part of the bachelor fox news nfl conspiracy of promoting right-wing values this is chaos she (laughs) i thought honestly i thought she's a big contender i thought she was gonna win but um, you know who's gonna win I know, but I think she she was a big like front runner. But um anyways. That just goes to show you how they can edit the show. Yeah. And then this week was the well. tell all. And uh it like wasn't that interesting. Like there was like some arguing. Um they pretty much just talk about the drama for like the entire time because like no one really cares when it's like they bring one of the girls and they're like, let's run through your relationship with Matt and see what went wrong. It's, it's not yeah. like, to me, like, that's not like the show to do it. Like you watch like a survivor and afterwards it's like, well, what went wrong with your game? And he's like, Oh, I did this. You know, they, I could tell that I was on the cutting. I was on the chopping block when no one talked to me, you know, this was just like, yeah, Matt just didn't like me that much. So he sent me home. I'm but, all for a messy yeah. reunion. I think reunions are like one of the, they're truly like the dessert of the reality TV world where they're like so chaotic and so like the best reunions are like the worst reunions, if you know yes, what I mean. Yeah. Like you like want them show. to be iconic for like bad reasons. It's kind of ironic, but like and that's why I'm frustrated with like Survivor basically getting rid of the freaking reunion in like modern seasons where it's so short compared to yeah. what it used to be. It used to be like a full like hour. Now it's gotten down to like much less time of them actually talking to everyone. But even then, I don't like the Survivor reunion. I want I want the Survivor reunion to be done like the Real Housewives reunions or like the 90 Day Fiance reunions where they like have like these intimate conversations where they're like, oh, let's bring the Kama tribe on stage and let's just talk to them. And then maybe they'll get into a fight. That's what I want to see. That's good. Yeah, th- this had like some messy moments, but more messy than The Bachelorette. But actually, there was a lot of arguing in that one with Yosef. Yeah, but- remember... remember um- <laughs> What's that guy's name? Who is the boy band guy who came in and he was like, Kenny? I didn't get my time on the season, so yes. I'm going to be fucking loud. It was Kenny. Kenny. Kenny's his name. Yeah. Like Victoria was like, <laughs> kind of like, she was like, I've literally been receiving death threats. But she was very Did she like, say it like that? Pretty much. But she was like, <laughs> well, it was because some. When gr- did they film Don't it? send her death threats, people. Yeah. I, I forgot what it was she was basically like fighting with a girl because the girl was like, you were mean. And then Victoria's like, don't you think you're being sensitive? Like I'm receiving death threats, but Victoria wasn't like awful. She like 
really had like a an apology to like most people like one to matt and then yeah. like one one or one of the other girls um they talked about the whole britney anna thing they uh talked about some of the mj toxicity uh katie and um shit what's her name who's a great girl who's deaf abigail abigail yeah they're still they're still great they're still great um okay i've heard a ton of stuff that katie was super toxic i don't think the the yeah i read i read read a bunch of tweets about that she was like super comes to light oh my gosh that they didn't show it or that like it was at times when like cameras weren't around but that she was like super like like the sneaky kind of rude where you like like... look back at it and you're like wait a second yeah i could also see her well i think she's more like preachy maybe like she'll like Mm. she feels the need to like criticize other people and she'll talk about them behind their backs that because of that like for example like victoria was bullying someone she's not afraid to like go talk to mj and be like oh my gosh, Victoria's bullying. Like, I don't like that. And that can then be taken in a number of contexts. Like, I'm not saying that specific instance, she's doing the rude thing, but that kind of behavior can be, you know, copy and pasted to like any sort of gossip in the house. Yeah, I mean, okay. I didn't, I guess we haven't seen it. I haven't heard anything about it. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep her up on the, I'm going to keep her up on the high pedestal. I thought she was the new bachelorette. I I know that people want her to be I hear heavy theories about it but I just like I feel like she won't if I'm like betting I I would I don't think she will I don't think anyone from this season will be I think it might be a new girl or from like a couple seasons you think they're gonna do that again I think so yeah do you okay as someone who's watching the show do you think that the like they're presenting Matt as someone that they like and like they would like rest the franchise on as someone who's like neutral or someone who's like a like a bad bachelor because they have had those in the past i think matt's been like the the like a great guy that's like what it's like like like. does the show want you to like remember him and like they really make him memorable or is he kind of just like there and he's good we like him but he's just there i think some of it though is the season itself was like so one thing they talk about is they cut three dates from airing. Yeah. There was three group dates. Um, like one of them was like girls had to stick their hands in like boxes full of like bugs and pull out a wedding ring. There was one where they had to would have loved to see that. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds fun. There was one where they had to eat a stack of pancakes and then uh chug chug like a a a beer a huge beer, a pint of beer after. There was one where they did a hide and go seek and then like that one was funny because like all whenever it's like the first girl that found Matt, they just go into like a hot tub and then all the other girls just go into the hot tub with them, except Kit never found them, never found Matt or any of the girls. So she was just out in the forest for like hours. (laughs) That's actually so funny. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, it was a good 30 minutes when that they were all in the hot tub and she eventually came like 30 minutes later. But so I think to answer your question, I think it's just, there's so much other stuff in the show that there was like not a whole lot of time to do like the Matt's awesome, but there's so, okay, so I think they he's still, a neutral one. he's a, cause in, in my experience with the bachelor, 
I've only watched like three seasons before this and they're all very different, but in, from what I understand, they're kind of like the three, um, as Alex Trebek would say, genre of bachelors. So there's like the- What word did you just say? Genre. genre. But Alex Trebek <laughs> always again. genre, because it's French. So I, hate like, genre. I hate it, I hate it. Anyways, um, there's the, there's the mats who are just like Ari, which I, you've probably never even heard of Ari because he was just like a breadstick. Like he's just kind of boring. Like he's a fine guy, like in real life, I'd probably hit it off fine with him. We'd have a great conversation, et cetera, et cetera. I don't care that much, but they're not like focusing the season around him. They're more so focusing around like the women around him. And that's why like the next season or like one of the women on his season goes on to be the bachelorette. And it's kind of like her story, right? Like the show, the season's very much like following her journey where Ari was kind of like, just there for parts of it, it felt like. And I feel like Matt's in the same boat. Whereas like Juan Pablo is like a villain. Like everyone hated Juan Pablo like yeah. so much. Like he's the worst. Like we he, we couldn't believe how he was treating all the women in this house. And like who was actually going to end up with him? That's crazy. And like he was the villain. And then you have like the Coltons who even just, though they did horrible things, they're like the good, the best boy of like the Bachelor. Everyone loves Colton. Or even like Tyler C is like a good example of that, even though he wasn't the bachelor. He's like yeah. everyone's golden boy, right? Well, Tyler think... C wasn't the bachelor. No, he was just on the bachelorette. Yeah, he's just oh. like very popular. Cause he dated the Gigi Hadid for a while. Yeah. Hadid. What did you just say? Hadid, but... Gigi Hadid. Sorry, I'm not. I'm... Gigi Hadid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like there are sometimes okay. times you say. Okay. <laughs> sometimes. I hear you say words and like like with the Josh Dumel thing you heard us say Dumel and you still said it wrong okay like I, I you were you were you <laughs> it was are like hearing, a good minute later after we were talking about him I could you, hear, I you hear words and then you like don't hear them but you read them Let's, yeah, it's Don't a we genetic. All? It's a genetic trait. <laughs> Reading is genetic. I can't comprehend Reading. what anyone's saying ever. <laughs> like, but it's a oh. I'm not trying to like shit on you. I'm not trying to no, like shit no, on you. I just no. think it's fun. No, yeah. I basically I don't think any girl from this season will be the next bachelorette. I think this the 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 girl being a girl on this season is kind of has gonna be like tainted because it's like the drama, the toxicity, yada, yada, yada. Who's really good? Who's really bad? I can only see like two girls maybe. Like I could see Sarah maybe being the bachelorette. I don't know why. No, I, can, I don't I can, know. Can Not the way she went out. Or Did maybe... Sarah show up at the tell-all? No. no, she wasn't there. No, then she's definitely not. If she's not maybe, the tell-all. Maybe no Michelle way. because she's like very, very. Let me 100% honest. I have no freaking clue who Michelle is. I didn't don't know she was her. either. Don't I, remember her. Maybe she came later on. And but I didn't is it Michelle the one she, she's who's the from Edina? Yeah, she's the teacher. Yeah. I know. I heard you talk about her, but I have no mental image of who this is. Yeah, she was she the was, last person I knew. Yeah. I was like, she was who? one of the women who came late. Oh, I don't think I ever watched those episodes. Yeah, but or I watched it like half of attention or something. I don't know. Basically, to wrap it up, the tell all was eh, Matt came out, he had the huge beard and i couldn't believe that did i send you guys the that picture it's very dexter of uh him a cucumber bob or whatever with, with a beard who's cucumber bob? cucumber bob from veggie tales or 
Larry. I didn't know Larry. Yeah. People, people do like, yeah, they're fish. I mean, whatever. But wait, wait. His name is Larry the Cucumber, right? Not Cucumber yeah. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Larry the Cucumber. I like and Cucumber Bob, Bob, the Bob better. Bob the Tomato. That's oh, okay. that's where I got Bob from. But yeah, basically, it wasn't that great. Um, nothing juicy came out of it. It's just it's always a cash grab episode. But yeah. Wait, can I talk about Veggie Tales really quick? Because you just unlocked something within me that I didn't remember. I guess so. I, okay, <laughs> I, let's talk about Veggie Tales. It's, this is a very short anecdote about my life. There were certain shows when I was a kid that I wasn't really allowed to watch because they were like too mature or whatever. And you say Veggie Tales was one of those shows. No, I'll no, no. Kill you. Just let me finish, okay? No. Veggie Tales was a show that I was not allowed to watch. And my whole life, I never really put together the fact that the reason I wasn't allowed to watch VeggieTales is because my dad is freaking like atheist to the max. He would never want to watch that. Like he was not putting up with that. He was like, you're not watching VeggieTales ever. But I, as a kid, I assumed that VeggieTales was like raunchy. Oh my God. <laughs> but it didn't, because I didn't know that it was religious. Like I didn't know what it was because I wasn't really... Like if I watched at someone else's house, I don't think he would have ever cared because I would have found out that it was religious. But I literally never did because I was like told it's bad. Like don't watch VeggieTales, it's stupid, it's not good. So I thought it was gonna be like SpongeBob, but like worse. See, I've only seen like two episodes maybe when I was a kid and I did not know it was religious. I don't They're think- They're literally I... like Jonah and the whale redone as I, veggies i didn't i didn't I know any of this religious movie, stuff. but i didn't know or, that i yeah, didn't Jonah. know that it was a religious thing until like three years ago yeah i Whoa. didn't know any of like the religious stuff in it it wasn't until later people were like yeah it's very very religious and i, yeah. I, I mean, still i've never seen it i have no clue. now I've never i'm it, very yeah. surrounded by veggie tales oh yeah because um, yeah. you're dating the husband of larry the cucumber right I, I can never actually remember your relationship to Larry the Cucumber, so I make up a new one every time. It's her friend, her friend's dad. Elise. It's not her friend's dad, though, is it? it it's Elise's uncle. Yeah, Elise's it's her uncle. dad's oh. brother. See? Is, Larry, is the voice of Larry the Cucumber, creator of VeggieTales, Elise, who I think has been on the podcast before. Yes, she has. Has she? Well... That's it for the Bachelor. Happy International Women's Day. For, Happy for a Matt second, James I thought you Day. were gonna like fully end the podcast. That's all we got for you guys. Make sure to come back next week for more. Yabby yabba dabba do. What is it? <laughs> what that? See, this is cute because I did my bachelor segment. Garrett's the only one that watched the challenge, I'm guessing. Elsa, I don't know if you watched it. I think Elsa gave who, up on most of our shows. Who knows? We know. Yeah. We know. Don't lie. We know. I watched. I watched last week of the challenge. Okay, but, uh, I was going to watch the challenge, but the service that I, I that I use to watch it has been like unavailable. So I wasn't even. I actually didn't watch this week's episode of um, of Drag Race either. Yes, you did. I watched. I watched the recap and I watched like a bunch of clips, but I didn't watch the full episode. Oh, okay. Well, Garrett, do you want you want to break it break the challenge down for us? We got two weeks of challenge. 
Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot that happened, but we'll just hit the main points. Okay. Cause I want to dig in on this podcast. We don't really care as much about recapping. We want to dig into the controversy, the theory, the, the social media of it all. So social media of it. Oh, that comes into play with this. You clearly have not been paying attention to what's been going on in the challenge in the last couple of weeks. Okay. Well, I'm just laughing that that's how you phrased it. I'm just so quirky. I just think that's funny. Ah. Ew. <laughs> that's Garrett gross. has a bow in his hair and a baseball cap. Anyway, <laughs> the main thing that's happening on the challenge. Okay, so there was this, the, the daily challenge was this, uh, for the first episode two weeks ago, was this like, crazy like helicopter thing so they had to like uh how do i how do i describe this okay you have to like you have to hold on it's a rope attached yeah they to were on a boat well they were on a boat and then a rope attached to a helicopter would like swing up to them they had to then grab the rope from the boat hold on to the rope until they were over the drop zone which was like some buoys and then once they dropped in there they had to swim to the platform and hit the button the fastest team to do it were the double agents for the week. Now, according to TJ, CT and Big T blew everyone out of the water, like just destroyed them. And I personally believe that they won. Lolo has a different story, but we got to talk about Lolo a little bit before we get to that. I I got a lot to say about Lolo. Lolo in the same episode quits. Okay. What? Lolo quits because she's frustrated because she can't win. She hasn't won any of the daily challenges. I mean, okay, that's not true. What she's the reason she says she's quitting is because she thinks no one's ever going to put her into the elimination. So she'll never be able to get a gold skull. The obvious flaw in that logic is you can win a daily and put yourself in. So just win a daily if you're such a competitor. But it's her and Nam can't work well together. According to her. I According truly her. think it's a her problem. But yeah. that's just, like, I, we don't really know what's going on. But she kind of has a meltdown with a couple people and decides to leave. But if you scurried your way over to Twitter the night of the episode, Miss Lolo Jones was tweeting about how she didn't quit that she was asked to leave by production and that they made it look like a quit. She also said that Big T and CT did not win the challenge and that production rigged the win for them. These are the claims that Lolo made, okay? I'm not saying they're true, but I think it's worth discussing. Let's start there. I think she's lying. <laughs> it's all wrong so because after B- Big T and CT won, Big T even said, oh yeah, I used to be really, I used to be a swimmer in like high school. Yes. And like, yeah. So, I mean, like that's still like- It's good- actually crazy to me how people don't understand that by being like on swim team for even just like two years, you become like 10 times better swimmer than most people are. Like much faster. Cause you just understand how to move through the water better. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't go away. It's like riding a bike also. That's also Lolo. That's the thing I was like, I was like, how? Do, so basically another thing she said also was she goes, oh, you know, I, I know I'm not going to be into the pit. I'll never get one a gold uh, skull. And she's like, also, I just want to like train for the Olympics. 
And I was like, you're so prideful about being a competitor and winning and you quit. Like that is so embarrassing, dude. Nothing about her timeline made sense because she was like, I didn't quit. I was forced out. But luckily I got back in time to be on the Olympics. I would have missed the deadline if I didn't. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So it sounds like you found, you realized too late. You're going to miss that freaking deadline, Lolo. You didn't look at your contract. You didn't realize this thing was two months. You thought it was four weeks. And you were like, oh, I got to go. Like, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Either way, she quit. And there you could find a lot of uh, a lot of hypocritical moments with her. Because uh, just like know. her own celebrity book brother. Here's yeah. my hot take. Stop casting Lolo Jones on reality television as much as she is a hot mess. I don't think she is mentally stable enough to be on these shows. I think it's very, like, I want to believe that she is a very different person when she's not on camera all the time and under all this pressure of a game. Like, I think she's a very intense competitor. And so when she's in the Olympics, it's kind of very much like, oh, I'm either doing the sport or I'm not doing the sport, right? There's not really that in between. And even then it's kind of maybe friendly competition. There's no social game to it. Well, maybe there is. I don't know the Olympics that well, I guess, but in this game, you're always playing the game. And I think that gets to Lolo's head. Like, I think she's so competitive as an Olympian that when you're always playing the game, it just, she has a meltdown. Cause she's like, she can't function in that environment. Yeah. I, I think I definitely agree with that. I, I just like, I liked her in the beginning. I definitely did. Like, but that's also, I didn't know her. Like you knew her from celebrity big brother. You knew the yeah. shit she did. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, and so at first I was like, oh, this is fun. Her and Nam might have a thing. Like, that's cool. Let's do it. And then now I was like, you're just kind of annoying. It's just like complaining. And then it's just like, oh, I got to go train for, I got to represent America. Like, what are you, sorry, losers. Have fun doing a TV show. Yeah. Like, I got to go. It's, it's so, it's so like obvious that she's trying to like save face. Yeah. She's a sore loser. That's sore loser. Exactly. <laughs> She's a sore loser. You know, I gotta say, um, when I was watching last week's episode, I realized something that I think the challenge does very well. And maybe I've like criticized this before, but I think the challenge does a really good thing of guaranteeing us like s- to see like the players have social moments with the party. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because if you're watching like Survivor Big Brother, usually it's like strategy, but it's like maybe may won't have a fun moment because they're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. But like giving them booze and putting them in, putting them in like a party, I think that's always fun. And I think yeah. that's something they did really well. So I just want to say, didn't really realize it, but that's a very, very good. I like it. I like that. I, I like the challenge a lot. I go through like, I have a love-hate relationship with it. And I don't mean, no, I don't even have a love-hate relationship. I have a love, um, what's the word for when you like, just don't care about something? Like you kind of just like, are You're like, indifferent. I'm bored. I don't, yeah, indifferent. Yeah, I have a love-indifference relationship with the challenge. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. Like I, I love the challenge. Like I want to watch more seasons. And then other times I'm like, oh, the challenge is on tonight. I'll watch it next week. Like, I just don't care. I don't know why I'm like that. Like, sometimes I'm, like, dying to watch the next episode, and other times I wait a whole week before I watch it. That's never the case with, like, Survivor. Like, I've never 
almost never watched not watched it the night it came out like the only times i've ever like put it off is when my dad was on a business trip and we watched it as a family we'd wait for him to get back like that's literally the only reason why yeah it's a good show i'll say at the end like i might be like i physically was not able to watch the episode this week mtv would not let me we'll find it for you we'll find it thank you but it's a good show it is a good show and it's fun I think I'm gonna. I'm getting really back into it, especially with this end game. I, there was a point where I was a little fizzle. I was a little indifferent. Because but. I think the, I think this goes back to what our criticisms of it earlier. It's just too big of a cast. Yes. Like now that we're in this end game, we're finally at a place where you know all the moving pieces. Like that's why everyone likes the merge in Survivor is because oh yeah. When it gets down to like eight or nine people, it's easy to understand the game. When it's so yeah. complicated, it's like you can't convey it through like a nice narrative on television. The reason the merge works so well on Survivor is because we all know the moving pieces. We know who's working with each other. And as the challenge is getting whittled down to a smaller group, it's this more manageable cast size. And like, I feel better about like, oh, I, I kind of know where this is going. I, I, I see who's working with who. I see the dynamics of the house much better than I did four weeks ago. Definitely. Well, so yeah, big T and CT, double agents. <laughs> yeah, so... They become double agents. Lolo quits. And I think the only other important thing from this episode before we get into like the elimination stuff, because it was really funny, was um, during the challenge, Josh like totally missed the rope. So he didn't even like get to start the challenge basically because he didn't grab the rope at all. So they were disqualified. And then when he came back to the beach, he was super embarrassed. And Devin was like, ha ha, Josh, you're such a loser. And then like five <laughs> minutes later, the exact same shit happens to Devin. And it was so funny. Devin, Devin was like, he took it well, though. Like in the confessional, he was like, yeah, I got to, I should be more careful what I say. <laughs> it, was, it was a great moment. Devin was Devin letting him have it. such an idiot, but in like the best way. Yeah, yeah. I like how Devin's not afraid to make like a stupid mistake like that, where it's just like that there wasn't really a point to that other than to poke at Josh and like piss him off. And it could have come back to bite him, which it did. But then he's quick to be like, yeah, you know, I couldn't resist it. He's Josh. What an idiot. Everyone makes mistakes, but that guy, he's an idiot. So he makes more. Yeah, that's something. That's something really only him. He could do it very well. That was the name of the episode. Was that the in this episode? Oh, I forgot. So, Elsa, do you know anything about the goof? The goof. Yeah. Okay. So this is what happens next. It's the goofy movie. No. After Big T and CT win the daily challenge, Big T or CT is like trying to get Josh thrown into elimination so that ct can put himself in and beat josh right and he doesn't say josh's name though he goes i want the goof i want i want a goof i want i want the goof and khakis i can't do a boston accent at all i'm so sorry i tried (laughs) but he's like i want the goof and they like don't ever say josh's name they just cut to a scene of josh and they give him like a chiron that says the goof that's so stupid. It's funny. It's funny. And the episode's called An Inconvenient Goof. Yeah, that's a good name. And Better no, than... Not really a... I mean, it could it could have been a spoiler, but it, that, I know that's not what happened. I know I know what happens. What do you mean? 
like like the the whole thing of them spoiling who's going home in the name of the episode oh yeah it's not josh no yeah, <laughs> because first of all we don't even have we yeah. don't get to see the elimination the so episode. because of lolo's quit or that's the way they make it out to be because of lolo's quit we get to elimination ring we hear this oh do you, you want to say got... security breach end of the episode and i was like really what a weird place to end it so then we pick up at the beginning of the next episode and this is where I think the rig is in. And I honestly believe this, okay? It is so convenient that the double elimination was announced after CT won his uh, opportunity to go in for a gold skull. Wait, so is that what it, I didn't know? I don't know what it was. So what? Oh, yeah, so the security breach was... It's a double elimination. So now, because uh, Devin it's, was the yeah. actual house vote, he comes. He already came down. The security breach was a double elim, second security breach. And so the second most house vote, which is the one that CT was pushing for, Josh, ends up in the ring. So basically everyone who was voted for ended up in the elimination, which means that didn't matter. CT had to make very little political moves to gain enough votes to get josh in the ring because no matter what if he had like his four allies they were gonna be the second highest number of votes to get josh in so now uh devin and josh are both in the elimination ring here's where the rig is in or that was part of why the rig is in first of all double elimination but ct then gets to pick which person he wants to fight against and who gets to fight against the other person so ct picks what? josh to go against Yes. Wait, wait. I, I, I don't get that. <laughs> so yeah. it's a double elimination, right? Yeah. So he picks. But because CT is the is the double agent, he yeah. gets to pick which of the two he goes against. Oh, okay. Okay. Got and it. then he also gets to pick who will battle the other person. So the the person that he beats, and then. No. So like. It, it, just keep explaining. So I'll, I'll CT picks to go against Josh, and then he picks Darrell to go against Devin. Oh, gotcha. Because wow. he, gets to, he gets to go in himself and vote someone else in. Okay, damn. Okay. That's a because lot it's, of power. It's, like two, it's basically like he won the gold skull or he won the double agent twice. Yeah. And like that's a, so much power. And then got to pick yeah, which one insane. he wanted. It, it just felt so obvious to me that they're like, here's your gold skull, CT. Like, I'm sorry. I... I I don't care. Like, I truly don't give a crap because I know it's reality TV and the challenge is a show I care the least about. I just want to be entertaining. I like CT. Well, until what we're going to get to. Um, in general, I like CT. He's fun. Keep him on the show. I get it. Who cares? Like, it's a show. Whatever. So is there two people then who got who gets eliminated? Yeah. So two people get eliminated. So CT takes out Josh and Darrell oh. eliminates Devin. That's um, sad. A soul yeah. for a soul, man. I think it's... Uh, quite poetic that josh yeah and, uh josh and devin go out at the same time definitely that is really poetic i uh, wanted devin to win very badly i loved devin i thought I would... he was the best part of the show and he I... he's he's back next season based on the casting rumors thank god i i hope he wins but that said but i'm happy to see josh go um it is ironic, though, that at least according to the way they edited the show, uh, Devin goes home before Josh, <laughs> technically. Um, so that's that's that. But then the real drama, the real 
meat on the bone comes after this. And this is where I want to hear your takes. CT wins. He gets a gold skull. But that also means he gets to now pick who his partner is. He can pick Big T or anyone else, right? This man, so coldly. It's not even cold, actually. It's like lack of consideration. Like, he was, like, ecstatic to drop Big T and get Cam as his partner. He was so happy. Like, he was like, I'm picking Cam. And I was like, oh, my, like, right next to Big T. That's a way to make enemies, dude. Right next to her. And I was like, oh, this is not the look. Like, I think Big T understood that their relationship wasn't going to last until the end of the game because she's not that strong of a partner. And she's going to have to, like, win her way into the final more than other people might. Because at the moment, she's not, like, she's not a good partner to have in a partner competition. Like, when you can pick other partners. Like, it makes sense to switch. But the way he did it was so cruel, it felt like. They were so fun. They were such a They were amazing. They were, like, the most, like. The best part of the episodes. Yeah, like, they had great, like, banter. And that you could tell, like, uh. They really they had like some fun connection, you know, where it's like the huge big T or, or CT, and then just like the the posh girl big T, and then it's just like funny. He's like put on a mean face, she does it. And, oh, that's sad, man. That's sad. Yeah, and then like there's a whole cascading of like people picking partners because then Cam is now with CT, which means. Kyle is not with Cam anymore, and now Kyle's with Nani, and then Darrell sticks with Amber B. Who's with Big T? Um, I think that Nom. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, Nom is Big T's because Nom didn't have a partner, and I think Big T would have been the lone. What's it called? The rogue agent. The rogue yeah, agent. Too many freaking terms. That's one thing. Um. But then, anyways, Nam ends up going home in this episode too. So she's solo, I think. Nam goes home. Yeah, Nam's shoulder like gets him medevaced or something. I forget. Oh wow. L. So is there no elimination at the end, or is there... no? The the episode ends with the mission for the like. They're really they really I hate when the challenge does this. They've done this like on so many seasons where they like change where one episode ends and then don't correct it the next episode. it bothers me like if you're gonna have a cliffhanger where we don't finish like one cycle of the game the next episode in my opinion needs to get through the cliffhanger and the entire next cycle of the game like don't because it's weird to end an episode at the challenge no you're definitely right yeah that's that's so strange like hey here's this thing we're gonna do but next week like why like i that's annoying like i don't I don't like that. It's not maybe that was the only way they could do it. I don't know. Possibly, but I hope that they would. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Nam's back. I'm sorry, not his shoulder. Okay. Um, the the next challenge looks crazy. They're like in this warehouse thing, and they're all handcuffed together. Like each each duo is handcuffed to each other, and then they're in these giant like cages and they have to complete these tasks and i think there's like loud noise and and maybe like water like spraying on them while this is happening so they're like it's like pitch black they're like locked up with each other in like in a cage and like a bunch of crap is happening to them or something we don't really know entirely it just looks weird 
I'm kind of excited. I guess it's, we have it's to definitely better than see. the drone. I think about that <laughs> once a week. It was so bad. Who thought Rent that free. was good for TV? Rent free. I like I I laugh at the idea of like there was a 20 minute segment on the challenge where people were just flying a drone and the whole time TJ's cackling in the background. Well, but it TJ. wasn't even just like they were flying a drone. It was they were flying a drone into Poorly. the wall. Yeah, into yeah, the wall. yeah. I love TJ. Okay. That's all I have on the challenge. I will say the challenge OGs is coming out, and I'm excited to watch that. But I feel like probably not your guys' thing. Is it like a separate season? Yeah, it's like uh, it's going to be on Paramount Plus, and it's like I think they're calling it the Challenge All Stars, and it's like people who used to be on the challenge, like in the early seasons, coming back and doing like their own, and they're all like real oh, wow. people. That's cool. Yeah, because that's what the challenge used to be, right? Yeah. Um, let's talk about Drag Race. Start your engines. I gotta say, I gotta say right off the bat, I think I literally put out into the universe bad karma. I don't even know what I did, but like, I said, I said- Bad karma for you? (laughs) Sort of, not really. I said, I don't get why everyone loves Got Mick. I feel like it may just be because she's trans, like they're trying to support her in that way. And it's coming across as like, fake fanning to me but i've fallen in love with gotnik over the last like two weeks oh. from the russia musical performance oh my God. match game she, she won my like heart like she's so funny like i just it was such a good snatch life. game yeah it was so funny so, yeah so, so this week was the snatch good. game taj do you, do you know is, what the snatch game is i don't it's it's um a parody do you know what the match game is I feel like I can uh, use my context clues. Oh, oh we, yeah, yeah. Where you have to like, there's like a bunch of things and you have to flip them no. and match them. And, no. no. It's, it's it's like a panel dating show. Uh, Not a dating show. Oh. Isn't it a dating show? No, the match game is a panel of celebrities. And then two regular people are trying to guess what the celebrities are going to say. And you get a point for every celebrity that, answers the same thing as you and the questions will be like uh little richard is so mad and then the audience will go little how richard. mad is he and it'll be like he was so mad he washed his car with a blank and like oh it's like oh, nonsense it's not like trivia yeah it's like hard i don't know no but that's, that's like funny... literally mind melt but it's funny okay yeah. but a, a it's better like actually yeah. a better way of a better example of it would no be, i get it no, no, I, but I, I, there's one more aspect okay, I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it. It's yeah, like, yeah. Um, Bill is having so many issues with his wife, he decided to change things up by bringing home a blank. And like, it's like suggestively sexual, but like, it's not actually, like you could put yeah. in like a dog, yeah. but people might be like a third person, like whatever, you know what I mean? And so a lot of times it's like, obviously like a dick joke and like four people will write dick. Like that's the... And so it's funny. It's Snatch funny. Game is just a parody of that where they, those drag queens do celebrity impersonations instead of having actual celebrities. Everything else is the same, except the points don't matter. It's just bullshit. Yeah, sure. So the winner of the Snatch Game was Got Mick, and she did a Paris Hilton impression. So good. It was so funny. It was so funny. It was just I, every joke was good. I mean, I loved 
Mary Queen of Scots also Rosé's so funny. Mary Queen of Scots. I that is not a celebrity I ever would have expected someone to do on the Snatch Game. Rosé did it. Was. You don't know who Mary Queen of Scots is? No, I mean I got the gist from like the Snatch Game, but I don't know who she is. Um I mean, she's not like a big uh, yeah, Mary Queen of Scots so funny i think rose did such a good job the accent was so good and the fact that you couldn't understand her sometimes mm-hmm. was so good Hilarious. i thought that the funniest part of that was they showed like candy's confessional. it was ca- candy's confessional being yeah. like I can't even ever understand what anything she's ever saying. Well, yeah, and I was like, okay, Candy. In Candy's way, where Candy news has the meme can, where she's like, literally oh, never understand. Parking lot, blah blah blah. That's Candy news. Never understand what Candy news is saying. Yeah, I thought, like, I thought I that love... the Denali was really good too. I agreed with the top three. Yeah, Denali was awesome. I thought. Taj, do you watch Queer Eye? No, <laughs> but do you, know I, who, do you know who Jonathan Van Ness is? I I know Tan France. Is 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 he the one with the mustache? They, but yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, JVN is very funny as a person in general, and Denali's impersonation of them I thought was really spot on. I thought it was yeah. When, when Denali was like um. You can cook it on Anthony's hot ass cheeks. And then who's like, but if you flip him over, you can make a Benny. That killed me. That was the funniest line of the night for me. Yeah. Yeah, Denali did such a good job with that one. Okay, so who do you think was just shy of the top three? Because I have someone who I thought should have almost even been, like, I think so it should have t- been a top who four. Was, who was the top three? It was... Gottmik, Mary Queen, Rosé, and Denali. Rosé and Denali. Okay. I'm trying to remember who everyone else was. I think um Harriet Tubman. I w- Harriet Tubman was funny, but I don't feel like they showed enough of Harriet Tubman for me to fully understand it. I thought it was like so for funny. me to like fully grasp it. Yeah, I get yeah. That. it was a little underdeveloped. But I thought it was so funny. I was like this is I didn't think you could make Harriet Tubman a comedic character, but Simone pulled it off. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah, that one was really good. I think that the, um, what Tina Burner did wasn't like amazing, but was still pretty funny. I think the issue it is w- that it was someone just kind literally of like, did the same character on Drag Race UK like two weeks ago. Oh, really? And had the Ooh. same gag with the legs. Well, but that wasn't something that you would have known. It's no. not like she no, stole it. That's not what I'm saying. My point is... Um, I think maybe not you, but the fandom as a whole might have appreciated it more if they didn't just see the exact same thing. Yeah, I I mean like that's like to, that's like such a one in a million thing that that could have happened. So yeah, like not the show. That's their insane fault that all. that happened. It just worked out poorly. It's like how Olivia keeps accidentally having the same runways as people this season. Oh my god, yeah, she's done that like four times. Like that wig that she wore, I literally thought she borrowed Candy's wig because it was so similar. But then Olivia was like, no, I, I actually like got the same kind of styling done to my own wig. And I was like, that 
is such a shame for you. Like, wait, really? I thought it was the same yeah, wig. No, it wasn't the same wig. I felt bad for her. Like she did all these like, cool things, but someone just happened to do it before her on the season. And that's like, so like the runways are like not in a specific order. You know what I mean? Like, it's just unfortunate that because she also had the boxing thing where Simone did the boxing yeah, yeah, look yeah. and then Olivia did it afterwards. It was like, Okay. There have been a lot of repeat outfits. Oh yeah, the double taxis this season. too. Double taxis, double um, test dummies. Oh, true. That's weird. True. That's so weird. This is what happens when you get the same five designers to to make all of the drag queens' clothes. Well, and then the <laughs> dress, the dress that Candy wore on the runway, was made by the same people and use the same material as that the that um bob the drag queen like oh, the, the houndstooth tooth thing wait candy were why am i not remembering what was candy's look i'm it like was completely like, blanking on it it was not awesome <laughs> but but i watched the recap that with trixie mattel and bob the drag queen and bob was like if I these are the people that made that dress then that's probably my fabric and it was like black and white stripe is the name of the design team or something like that so it was good but just like not awesome the dress it, yeah I you said talk about it's the... not awesome so like is it good or just like it, not not awesome i think she's it saying wasn't, like... it wasn't terrible it's not a choice that i would make yeah, I just if thought I'm it was funny. I just thought it, it was funny. just like layers and layers of ruffles. What was the I, fascinator? I'm like, I can't remember what she wore, truly. I don't remember what her fascinator was. I, literally, yeah, all I, I can pulled, think I of is up. the dress. It looks like, it oh, kind of it looks says, like she was it's wearing her like... her name. Oh, yeah. Her, it, was, it was Muse in Feathers, which was yeah. so ugly. I hated it. Okay, and not the, the worst look on the runway, though. We will get to that. Taj, we're pulling you in for this one. You will have so much it. to say about it, but we'll get there. Let's talk about the other runways right. first. Elsa, what were you saying, though? I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I, I just also wanted to say that so some queens were really good, and you texted me about the snatch game oh, as we didn't we were talk watching about it that. live we have, to, we have to finish talking and you were this. like there are three ones that are really bad and i was like i'm sure maybe i won't be able to tell and i watched and i could tell i could tell which ones you thought were bad because everyone was at least pretty good but there were three and i'm so sorry utica i love utica but that her was Bob the Ross, worst thing i've ever watched so off it it made me so uncomfortable to watch and i think um this yeah. was the epitome Candy's... Of, of thinking your own things are funny but no one else thinking it's funny it's so hard to if, watch if she had done it it was just that like if Utica had done the right voice then maybe it would have hit better but yeah. I think that it was the wrong voice paired with like these weird kind of out of the box. I don't think it was the right gimmicks. character. It wasn't. It wasn't Gosh, in character. One of the queens the look did was Bob awesome. Ross. Well, yeah. It's like the. Is there like a theme? No, it's just snatch game. Pick a celebrity, anyone you want, and they did Bob Ross. I think that could. 
I don't know. It like, could have been Bob Ross, so like, funny. Seems like it's more it like, maybe it could have been funny, but not like Utica was like, I'm going to be like quiet. And that's what makes it funny. And I was like, that's not going to play on television. I promise you. But well, also like, it, that Ross kind of wasn't what she did. No, I mean, she, it wasn't like a quiet. But the thing is, I, I, I you're right. Oh. It, it wasn't quiet. She didn't keep to that. But it reminds me of the season four um, snatch game. How well do you know your drag race history also? Um, if you start <laughs> talking about that. it, then maybe I will know. Okay. In season four, it's, a, it's famous for having like the bottom row be like really bad. So it's like Lady Gaga was Fifi O'Hara and then <gasps> Kenya yes. Michaels was Beyonce. It's like a, yes. it's like a train wreck. Like it's the, so it is some of the awful. worst improv I've ever so watched on TV. Awful. And it's, it's the type of, Taj, you can understand this. It's the type of improv where they think that by adding more and more and more, it makes it better, but it becomes so chaotic that nothing is being conveyed. Like uh-huh. they're like, um, one person is doing like Snooky. And so she, in the middle of like some other person's like moment to talk, like gets up and starts like twerking on her. And she's like, smush, smush, smush. It's like, it's totally chaotic. And Latrice yeah. is like, Latrice is like this romper room fuckery. Like Latrice is not having it. It, it's like that point where they like realized that their character wasn't funny enough. So then they tried to make it funnier by being more over the top, yeah. but that made it more cringy and it just escalated. That's what happened with Utica. But instead of being more cringy in like an overexcited way, she like got more cringy in like an intellectual, like neurotic way to where she just like took the green spray paint she had and like sprayed it in her mouth. And I just knew for a fact that she was like doing a last ditch effort and it was the worst thing to was watch. Was that the Bob Ross? Yes. Yeah. It was the worst. Well, like the last joke she did was just spraying green spray paint into her mouth. I don't mouth. know if she sprayed it into her mouth, but it was at least like implied. Because I it think was, that, her mouth was green. Yeah, but I think she like bit a capsule because that would literally kill you. Oh, you think that. it was baked? I thought it was just yeah. an edible spray paint. Do they make that? Like cake spray paint, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe it was. Well, but like... She like, it just, there were too many, too many little things that were wrong about it. Like incorrect details that yeah. just, I think that her look was so. No, I agree was, with, I agree with Rue about the Afro though. I, got, I, I agree say. with Rue. Okay. So that's the other thing. Taj. Okay. Oh yeah. Taj, so, we didn't even mention this part. Oh wait, wait so, I, I have to say about the, I have a thought about okay. the Bob Ross real yeah, yeah, quick. Yeah. We're still no, talking this about is Bob Ross. still about Bob okay. Ross. But go wait, ahead, go ahead. Wait, no, I, I was think... gonna say. Oh, well, I was gonna say. Yeah, say it first. I don't think first. Bob Ross is a weird or bad impression to do because I think if some, if like the impressions were all, let's just say they were all the same. They were all good, not like green yeah. spray paint in the mouth, Mad Max style. <laughs> but good reference. Uh, thank you. So, like, I feel like I would know Bob Ross more than like Paris Hilton. Because no, I, I, think... I don't know shit about Paris Hilton. All you I don't know is... need I don't... to know. For I will say you don't need to know who these people are to enjoy the Snatch Game. Yeah, generally. Okay. But it like it's like Paris Hilton could be like what this is why I'm imagining it. Paris Hilton, you could do the impression of her, and you could do kind of like three other women yeah. that tie into her. Where Bob Certainly. Ross kind of yeah. has that more like distinct yeah. uh, way. Of, I don't yeah. think that Bob Ross was a bad choice. I just don't think it was done well. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't characterized properly. Okay, because but the big of thing, one certain thing. Okay. The big right. thing was 
so Utica, and I think, I think I will say the look as a whole is very Utica. Yes, I agree. Like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have minded the look if it was for a runway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but I minded it, it for so Snatch pretty. Game. I minded it but, for Snatch Game. So, so Utica was like, I'm, I don't want to use an Afro because that's appropriating a culture. And, and I can like respect where she's coming from, but RuPaul was like, but Bob Ross has an Afro, like white yeah. people have Afros. Yeah. Richard Simmons, who, um, who Tina, Tina Burner did, yeah. had an Afro, like Bob Ross had an Afro. So if you're portraying that character, that's not, but Utica was like, I just don't want to. So Utica made like, an afro but out of like squirrels like plush squirrels that's that's kind of funny no 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 no. it did not uh, look good uh, i'm sorry no, i think i think that it <laughs> did, did not. if it not if for it snatch wasn't game. for this not for snatch game if it wasn't for snatch games like snatch game i think separate is... from snatch games it i think it looked good and it did just like looking at it you can't tell that it's made of squirrels that's true I, I respect where she's coming from. Like, I, I totally agree. Yeah. So, like, I respect it, but it's like, it's, I guess, okay. Like, Bob Ross had one. Yeah. You know, like, it's okay. But, you know, it, it, I guess it's it's good, like, um, conflict avoidance thinking, you know? Yeah, I appreciate it, the thought. It's better to be yeah. over, like, yeah over i mean it, it's still not perfect but it's better to be over cautious than not cautious at all yes yeah yeah um, um yeah. i just think that with snatch game like this is the time for the queens to show their impersonation skills and i think that includes like the look yeah so i feel like like some queens but are really good at that sort of like fake makeup thing where they like make themselves look like someone else like that is like a full drag thing that is like very much part of the drag world but it didn't look, she didn't look like Bob Ross. She looked like Utica dressed as Bob Ross. Yeah, exactly. So we're like, I, do we need to talk Nick, about Rue? Sorry, what were, you got one more thing? I, well, I was just going to say like, Mick looked like Paris Hilton. Oh yeah, sorry. I think my connection was glitchy. It's like- But that's the, and like Candy Muse did not, Candy Muse wore a, Patrick Star Candy Muse was Candy Muse. And just did Candy Muse. So annoying. You know who Patrick Star is, Taj, the beauty guru? No. Not the SpongeBob character. Not the SpongeBob character. Ooh, okay, thank see, God. Yeah, no. I, I could know. see SpongeBob on your face. Well, not. No, I knew. I mean, obviously, I, I knew you weren't talking about SpongeBob and Squidward's neighbor who lives under a rock. I knew you were probably talking about someone appropriating. Patrick's name. <laughs> um, okay. Tabitha was bad, and I don't understand how she didn't put in a single Tabitha reference. I think I don't know who that is. Okay, she's on TikTok, and the only reason I know who she is is because she has some very catchy sayings that she literally says in every TikTok of her making food. She goes, um, I'm going to add some garlic. Put as much as you want because that's y'all business. Like, so like that. But she's from TikTok? She's literally just a mom on TikTok. I think she's famous for something else. I don't really know. Oh my but she God. makes vegan food. And her thing is like, she says, she has these like catchy sayings that make her cooking tutorials like 
fun to watch. And the whole time I was like, Olivia, just one more, just say one time, cause that's y'all business or like, so like that, just one time, please. Then that you would tell me that you've actually know who this person is, but no. That's still a bad impression. It's so like for one specific group, you know? I heard that Olivia was originally intending on doing Rachel Dolezal, which is hilarious to me. I don't even know who that is. That's the white woman who claims she's black. Oh she, my like, god, that would have been so be funny. That would have been never so heard of this? funny. Not whoa Vicky, right? No. No, no, no. no it's okay. it's this woman. That. She I think this started. Wait, I don't like, even remember the story. Is she like saying she's like transracial? Is that her or is that someone else? No, I think that like she 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 was like living as a black woman like was tanning and like doing her hair in certain ways and then and maybe she was even like a like some sort of professor that had to do with that and then it came out that like her parents are white and she is like 100% white but and but then like continued to live as if she was not very strange it's very strange it would have been a perfect like if Drag Race wasn't commercialized the way it was by VH1, and this was still run on Logo back in the day, like, let me be frank, I would not have discovered Drag Race if it wasn't commercialized, and I appreciate that. But with that came a certain, like, censorship that I think drag doesn't have necessarily, but the show now does. I think on season three, they would have let you do Rachel Dolezal. But on season 13, that's a different circumstance. For it would have been whatever so, reason. that would have been so yeah. funny. And then I'm not even saving time to talk about Elliot's Rue McClanahan because it was not anything good at all. It was just bad. It, I completely forgot about that. And I will, but I will, I do want to bring up, and I texted this to you, Garrett. I think it is so funny. Oh, yeah. Like so ironic um that elliot with two t's who has come under fire recently like since the show premiered for like saying i don't know exactly what it is but like saying a bunch of like racist the one that i remember and there's more is that she said that simone is black girl magic but not in a way that's in your face which is very much racially charged and indicative of who elliot is at least at that point in her life and we hate elliot also i don't hate her i just don't like her i don't like her not worth my um, hatred played did in the snatch games did rue mcclanahan who is a golden girl first of all did it so bad it was just so bad but rue mcclanahan's character on golden girls played blanche on golden girls and blanche was the one who i don't know if you saw this taj but um like a year ago wait I... or or maybe even six months ago um this clip from the golden girls went under fire of rue mcclanahan's character defending the um confederate flag the confederate flag <laughs> well that's and i know that's not who rue mcclanahan is yeah but i just felt like it was it was ironic that yeah, it was like a, that is who Elliot chose. I guess uh thank you for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. Travel down the road and back again. 
I was honestly surprised that Elliot wasn't in the bottom two. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Elliot went home. <laughs> You're so right. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I was thinking that Candy went home. No. No, Elliot went <laughs> Yeah, no. Elliot went home. The bottom went three home. was Olivia, <laughs> Elliot, and um, Utica. And the bottom two was Elliot versus Utica. And Utica won the lip sync. But I think we should talk about the runways. But let's do speed run on the runways, okay? But we're, fo- we're going to focus specifically on Elliot's when we get there because I can't, I literally can't with it. I want to, I just need to make sure that I'm looking at. Okay, so Olivia's was like the mercury melting on her head. I was like this. So good. Stunning. No, sound, sounds no I cool. thought it was really good. I think the fascinator was no, cool, because but I didn't was, like the way the lab coat was cut. I liked, because it was very Dexter's laboratory. It was so good. That's fair. It is Dexter's lab. It's, it's not, for me, it's a toot, but it's like a soft toot. Um, I thought it was good. Rose's like rose ruffle look moment. I was like, it's fine. I don't really care. Um, Utica had her picnic basket thing. I loved this. I thought this was very cute. So cute. One of the best looks this week. Yeah, definitely. And then we had Simone's amazing look. I mean, the message that Simone was able to convey with just a few words and two bullet holes is yeah all is profound like taj and for the listeners who didn't watch simone uh is a black drag queen and she came down the runway in this stark white outfit and it's just it's beautiful from the front and it has this like almost like pope like hat kind of thing but not a pope Mm. hat at the same time like it's it's white but it's kind of that shape and she walked down the runway pivoted put her hands up and on the back, it says, say their names, and then two bullet holes in her back. Oh, that's really good. And it's just, I'm glad that she was able to bring that to the runway. It was a good, it was a very good look. It was my favorite yeah. look of the week. That sounds like, I mean, this is coming from a less than casual. It seems like that type of a, a, a queen wearing, had doing a message doesn't really happen. And it's usually just like, it happens sometimes. Can't be, I, I mean, I don't know. But because whenever yeah. I hear you guys are like, oh, did she wear a she wore a taxi dress? I mean, yeah, but, uh, I think that this, that certainly, sounds good. Yeah, certainly some people take an opportunity to say something at some point, but I don't think anyone wants to like make a message every runway. They might want to just have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Denali was like the waitress on the skates. I didn't really like the look, but I liked that she was on roller skates. I thought it was fun. I I think that and the coffee pot was cute i think that it was a cute look like as a halloween costume but it was not yeah i agree it was not like it didn't have it was missing something yeah it just it wasn't like it wasn't and i hate saying this because i i'm because i'm always annoyed when people say this but it's like not like drag enough almost like that was just a costume yeah no was, i agree there was nothing about it that made it like oh well maybe yeah. she was missing like a bill to, to tip the cut for the customers um and then got i think you're right tosh i love got look i mean spoiler alert got wins this week good as 
amazing. Like from her snatch game to her runway, both were just phenomenal. Her, so Taj, the theme of the runway this week was fascinating fascinators, which just means you have to have something in your head. And so Got Mick had a giant safety pin, like going through her head, like through her ears. And then out the side, there was a blood droplet that was covered in crystals. That sounds And she's wearing like a kind of punk camo outfit. I just loved the whole look. Well, it wasn't camo. It was like, it looks like a leather jacket that's been like spray painted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, It's a very good look. We talked about candy. I hated Tina's look this week. Even though she wasn't wearing red, yellow, and orange, I still hated it. I was just really happy that she wasn't wearing... I just didn't get it. What is she supposed to be? Is she the horse or is she the rider or is she the flowers? I don't get it. I just, think she's fit her right. Either. I think that she's the horse. So Taj, just for a little preface, she's wearing riding boots and then like this, honestly, like not even a great, like great looking, like your high school principal who thinks that she's still kind of in it, kind of like, <laughs> like suit. Okay. Yeah. Like skirt suit. Um, oh, okay. I was thinking like Hillary Clinton. Hmm. No, like with her, uh, her, but it's uh, like all brown. It's just not the moment for me. I just didn't. Like and then it. like a big flower thing around her neck, and she's holding her bag. Her purse is like a big blue ribbon, and then her hat is a horse face. It could be good. I, I just, I don't know. It could be good. It could be good. It, it could be good, but it probably isn't. It probably is. It sounds like it, like a, like a, like a C. Like a, a C grade or maybe like a low B. Okay, can we talk about the last one now? Less. Elsa? Oh yeah. I'm Let's gonna send it. One. I'm texting a picture to both of you right now of this outfit because this is the one of the worst things I have <laughs> ever freaking oh, seen look? on the Ooh. runway. It's so, so ugly for a number of reasons. And so what is it supposed know, to be? What's it's this? supposed to be a flamingo. It's what? supposed says, to be a flamingo. Says who? Why says from where? Like one leg. That's then. because it's a flamingo standing on one leg. Oh. But okay. can I just say, can I just, like, <laughs> the most glaring problem. Why? Why? Why is the nude leg flourishing out? It looks like yes! foreskin. It looks like foreskin. It's bad. It Why looks so it- bad. It looks like loose, saggy skin. It looks okay. disgusting. It looks, Want to yeah, know what would have made this look so good? Just if rip was, those the flesh parts off. Yeah, just make it bare leg, and then also get yeah. rid of your wig because the wig, the wig, and the wig and the, was so bad. So bad. The wig is like this freaking poodle wig, like huge. It goes out yeah. to like your shoulders, but then it's dip dyed like neon pink, which is also not the color of the outfit. The outfit's like this light. It's pink. not the color of the outfit, and also not the color of the fascinator. No, and then the fascinator makes no sense. It's literally like a feather fan just like glued to her head. It looks ridiculous. The whole outfit looks freaking awful. Also, she she's deserved to go like home just leather, for this outfit. She looks like she's wearing like a leather band on her wrist, which is like, why are you doing that? I think she looks like a scrotum with like some dermatitis. <laughs> oh my God, I would not go that far, but like, that's fine that you think that. <laughs> it's not good. It's just really bad. So the lip sync happened. I don't remember what song it was, which means it probably wasn't that good of a song or it was a song I didn't know. And Elliot goes home. Goodbye. 
won't miss you. And that's Drag Race for the week. Oh, it's just so... Here, it's just so ugly. Taj, I'm sending you a better quality picture of it. Yeah, I'm still looking at this thing. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's just like... It's and then Michelle was like... Awful! At first, I didn't like it. And then Ooh. I realized it was a flamingo. And I came around. And I was like, no. Doesn't matter if it's a flamingo. It's bad. It doesn't matter. Oh, and this is this is this is Elliot with two T's. Yes. Yeah. It was bad in general. Bad news. Yeah. Um. It was. Yeah. If you. How many times can you say bad? If she had done. (laughs) Imagine this with like the same blonde, but like shoulder length wig, and then and then the sleeve bit and the leg bit ripped off. This would have been such a look. You know who could have done a better flamingo look, I bet? A flamingo. Josh Demel. <laughs> Why? That's what we call a callback. <laughs> I don't know. And that's all we got for this week on Gabriel. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna save my BB can for next week. Well, then you did what we talked about before, which is say that we're gonna do something and then not do it. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, that's all we have, I think. Anything else you either of you want to add before we sign off this um, third voyage of the Star Trek Enterprise? Oh, I looked it up, and tonight is not the finale of of the what Bachelor. It? It's it's like Fantasy Suites. Oh, and next week is the finale, followed by the like the whatever couple the heck tell it's called. The couple tell-all hosted by some athlete. Yeah, that... We didn't even get into that. That was such a weird decision. But anyway... I think you'll be... I, I, I've seen nothing but positive, so... No, I have no... I have no it's just weird, I guess. It. It's just yeah. weird. Like, I just, like... I'm like, why an athlete? Like, why... <laughs> just, I didn't get it. I was like... Yeah. Why because, not pick, like, someone who's associated because, with the Bachelor franchise that's because, better? Because the Bachelor is... A gateway to Fox News and the NFL. Yeah, because Fox News, the NFL, and The Bachelor are all working together. They're in cahoots. And that's all Hush. we got for you. That's all Think we got. That, that one. Bye. 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 Oh, thank you. Next time on Get Real. Elsa questions when Beef stops being a cow. Taj wonders, how did I get here? And Garrett gets flushed. You heard the gossip. You heard the news. It's time to get real with Garrett Elsa Taj. Yeah, they have a plan. Grab your drink, man. And we'll get real with you.